What are we talking about? Getting stuck. Getting unstuck. Getting unstuck. Welcome to Beyond the Cart, presented by Lightburn. I'm Nora. And I'm Andy. And this is a podcast all about e-commerce, where we share some of our experiences building, managing, and promoting direct-to-consumer brands. Let's get started. Today, we're rounding out season two, and we're talking about stuckage. Yeah. Stuckage. It's real. It's totally real. Except it's a made-up word. We made it up five minutes ago, but it's a real thing. And I bet if you're listening, you kind of know what we're talking about. We see it all the time. You're stuck making decisions. You can't get any traction on your project. Happens a lot in e-commerce. And we're going to talk about how to solve that. We're also going to apply some of the solutions that we found for our clients to Billberry West. Andy, do you have an update for us on Billberry West? Well, we're stuck. We can't (laughs) seem to get momentum. Yeah, we don't have a a launched site. Yeah. The limited number of product that we have is sold before we can do what we need to do with it, which is kind of a good thing. We're getting great feedback on it, which is the silver lining is that you've got some chairs out in the wild and people are enjoying them, right? Yeah, absolutely. But we can't get materials, enough materials to really get things started, especially for a site to go live that we could sell. Yeah, that's part of it. That's getting better. I like to use material as the uh, excuse. excuse. Yeah, totally. It's a materials. To avoid doing all those things that we have to do to get an e-commerce site up and running. Uh, Yeah, like we haven't figured out shipping yet, but we don't have enough products. So that's like a future us problem, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there's Kinda. a lot we could be doing. Yeah, but it reminds me of a lot of what we do every day for our clients. Is It's amazing because we walk into these uh, our clients' businesses, mm-hmm. and, and they often tell us we're stuck. And, and to us, it's just like, whoa, this is easy, and we, we can unravel it. And unstick them? Unstick them very quickly. Now the tables have turned. We are the client, and I get it. Yeah, like I think I think it's funny because if if we are coming in, you know, fresh to a problem like that where it's like, "Oh, we can't get this off the ground. There's so many outside forces that are causing trouble." And it really turns out a lot of the forces are are coming. It the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. We really don't have materials. Like you couldn't build chairs tomorrow if we had everything no. else sorted out. But Yeah. But I'm also dragging my feet a little yeah. bit on putting pressure on the you know eight months ago nine months ago that was a real issue okay. today it's kind of an issue we could probably be like having having these things dovetail like we have kind of an idea of when we're going to get materials in so we could have a production timeline so we could get the rest of the stuff worked out now so it all come together yeah and right now we're putting that off so yeah well it's just overwhelming i mean when yeah. you take a step back and like oh, yeah, this is all the stuff we have to do to get an e-commerce site. Yeah, which we knew. Which we know because it's what we do all day, and we do it for our clients, and we do it very well for our clients. It's just different when you're trying to do it yourself. Yeah, and I think part of the problem is that, like, not one of us owns it. Like, I've been seeing through the website build and design, and it exists. There's some pieces that are missing, but for the most part, the site is there. Could sell a product. I could get that off the ground soon, but yeah. there's lots of questions I have for you, but we aren't sitting down and doing that. Yeah. So 
it's funny that it's so easy for us to come in and help our clients out and get unstuck. We can see it. We can just like see it immediately what what is holding them up. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier before we came over to record. And one of the clients I thought of was Callisters, who we had on last year, who I think they tried to launch an e-commerce site two, three times. Like if, how, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was two or three times. Yeah. And, and like, they did. Yeah, with you us. Know, and, and, well, well start before with. us, and it, it kind of failed. Yeah. Or didn't get off the ground completely. You know, they had two yeah, they did false have, starts. They did have at least one site that went live. Um, yeah. But then it just, they had to turn it off because they hadn't figured out shipping. And it was, the the site was super slow on the back end. So yeah. So they couldn't it process orders. Bit of a train wreck. Yeah. But then you reminded me when we were talking about it that one of the things that they were really hung up on and felt like this insurmountable problem was inventory. Yeah. It seemed really complicated. Um, and when they came to us, they said, we don't know how we're going to figure out, you know, taking inventory from our retail locations, our stores, and making sure that we have that inventory available on the site. What if we oversell accidentally? What's going to happen? This is like a big problem to solve. And I think it was you. Like, what, what did we end up doing for them? Yeah, we just built a different inventory. Yeah. We just split it. It seems so simple, like, obviously, split it out, and then you have that dedicated inventory yeah. for the shop. You're never going to accidentally run out because of the store. But, you know, th- they needed that outside perspective to come up with that solution. Yeah. And I think we've, I can think of a couple things that on our, on our site, on Billberry West, or, you know, our company, feel big, feel like big problems that probably just need a new set of eyes maybe yeah um yeah i mean i think we're we're doing a we're not applying what we preach to our clients so it's really it's been fascinating to see like we can go into a client and we do this all the time they are stalled we come back and in record time launch a site and get it done and get it going and we can do that. We do that all day. And then we're not, we're not actually, but all the issues that our clients come to us to fix, we're having with mm-hmm. Billberry. Yep. And then we're like, I don't know. What should we do? What's happening? Why is this happening to us? <laughs> I think it's not a well, matter of being smart enough or experienced enough. I mean, certainly our experience, I think, helps us solve problems for our clients that they don't, you know, face every day. Yeah. But it's also just like having that focus. Yeah. Focus. Like, that accountability of having that outside partner holding holding you to deadlines, yeah. holding you to making decisions. Yeah. And, we're you know, one thing I think we do a really good job of, we're very positive. We're very confident with our clients and say, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to split inventory or fix this yeah. problem. However we're going to do it, we're very confident, which gives the client confidence to move forward, stop overthinking it, and, and, and get it yeah. done. It's bizarre that we're not doing it for ourselves. <laughs> it's a little embarrassing. Maybe. <laughs> sort of. But it's also easy, and I get it, because a lot of our clients face this. There's a hundred other things that are going really well. We are very busy. Yeah. It's very easy to be like, oh, we got to get to that, but we're going to keep doing this. Got You know, it's procrastination, it's but priority. it's also not our top priority. Yeah, and I think that's okay. Well, part but we of need it, to get it done. Yeah. We have fairly significant investment in this. We need to get it done. How are we going to get it done? You have some ideas? Well, okay, so here's an example, right? 
this was a really good decision that is a really bad decision and then it's <laughs> it's something that i would we would actually get involved with it, a client so we have a really cool space to mm -hmm. build these chairs it's perfect sort of maybe a little bigger than we need today right no not really no no i mean once when i had production going there we were using every inch okay so it's a great space but when we first started down this path we were going to get material in one form oh yeah and this space as perfect as it is is on the second floor of an industrial building how many so elevators are there there are zero <laughs> elevators oops um we're getting the material in a different way, right? So we're now we're getting it as a sheet instead of boards. Very big sheet. It's very big, and it is ridiculously heavy. So part of my procrastination with pushing the, everything forward is like the few times I've gotten material, it is a horrific experience. To get it up yeah. to the second floor. Yeah. So what? Like the... it is a... M so instead of being like, well, we should fix this problem, I'm just like, well, we can't build chairs. You know, we're like, we're stalling. Oh, materials pushed out another week. Oh, that's okay. It's like, huh. then I don't have to solve this other problem. Correct. As long as, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, really easy solution. We just find a different space. Yeah. First floor. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Now so we if know. our client came to us and said, well, we got this great product, you know, and I keep getting text messages being like, hey, you guys have any more? Mm -hmm. You know, Steve just sent a text. He's like, hey, where can I get some chairs? And I was like, uh. So, yeah, it's just crazy how you like a problem. Yeah, you're stuck on trying to like make that space work when the point of this business is not to be in that space. Yeah, the space doesn't matter. The space Who cares doesn't about matter. the space? Blow there it are other up. Spaces. Burn it down. Don't burn it down. Don't burn it down. But you, really, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we need to, to burn down the space, find a different space. It's really about taking like a step or two or five back and figuring out what your real problem is. Yeah. Because I think you get hung up on the end of the problem sometimes instead of stepping back, like the inventory one. The, they, yeah, it's the same was... situation as inventory. Like yeah. they got kept getting stuck on, well, we're not sure how to, we're gonna have to move inventory back and forth from our brick and mortar stores mm -hmm. to ship it or do we ship out of the, and it's like, just carve out some inventory, let's get started on the website yeah. and boom. Well, a little bit of it is that like sunk cost fallacy, right? Like you put time and effort into setting up that space. The shape of the space is great. You picture yourself in that space when you're thinking about how this is going to go. Yeah. Whether or not you realize it. And so you've, you've invested in the space. Yeah. We've paid however much to be there. You've set it up. You built out a couple like half walls to make yeah, some spaces. Yeah, it's great. It, it is, it, if I could take that space and transport it. Yeah. Lower it to the ground. It would be perfect for what we need. So, yeah, to me, that reminds me of another client of ours that, like, was hung up on getting, like, hundreds of possibly thousands of pieces of inventory, like, skews into Ten, their site. Literally tens of millions. So, yeah, that particular— Not tens of millions. Tens of millions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, just every so permutation that, every that you permutation. Could imagine. Yep. So, th this client— uh, has a custom product that is made up of a number of components mm -hmm. and, and use the, the customer can configure it however you want. If you take all those materials, substrates, and what they use to build yeah. them. Infinite possibilities. It's not infinite, but it is literally over 100 million combinations. Yeah. Which is crazy. Their first attempt that they failed and then they stalled, they were trying to load into their ERP system every single possible scenario and we said why would you do that you're never gonna finish that task right 
So that was their stalling point. They spent a ton of money and time yeah. trying to engineer it. Their system kept basically blowing up. They were like, it was just a just disaster. spinning. Yeah. Similar to how are we going to get these boards up? Like there, that isn't a solvable problem. You have to solve a different. You have to step back and like what what's yeah. the problem we can solve. You're yeah. not going to make there be an elevator in that building. You're not going to make it easy to get those sheets up to the second floor. No. So stop being on the second floor. Correct. You're not going to get your tens of millions of SKUs loaded. So stop trying to do that. Right. <laughs> like load. And they try. I mean, they try. They spent two years and not with us. Lots and lots yeah. of dollars. So, yeah, I think, you know, we see people B2B launching e-commerce. They get stuck. You get into a meeting. You, look, you, you start to break down all the things that you have to do to do it really well. And, yes, you do need to do those things. But you don't have to do them right away. Well, and perfection is the enemy of good. Correct. Is that perfection is the enemy of good? Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. I like so, it. So, you know, it's you're, we had a client who was kept talking about supply chain redundancy, and they didn't have an audience yet. Like, yeah. you don't have supply chain issues. You already have you think some you inventory. Do. You're right. hoping you will. Yeah. Like, that's the hope is that you have these bigger problems to solve in the future. But today, you just have to tell people that your product exists, maybe. Like, they don't even know about you yet. Right. Don't worry about supply chain redundancy. That's not a problem for your startup to solve, <laughs> necessarily. So I think it's, you know, it's that balance of solving the right problems for today. Yeah. I think that is where you can get really hung up as you're, you're either looking too far ahead solving problems you don't have yet because really you're avoiding the problem that's right in front of you yeah that does need solving yeah so have you decided to move is that the that that's the crux of it all i think so yeah yeah i'm kind of disappointed because i do like that space so do i but and i've hunted in that area we like that area yeah i've hunted nothing so i don't know well we'll see it's it 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 sort of changes what the problem is. Like I thought it was supply. It was a little bit. Yeah. And I use that as a crutch. Mm-hmm. I also thought we would have more, quite honestly, negative feedback on the product. And we're not. That's good. So it's like, oh, well, it's done. Well, I will tell you that the two that are on my porch, there have been a lot of Pokemon cards traded this summer, sitting on that porch, my son and his neighborhood friends, and it's all great feedback. Yeah. Perfect. The arms are the perfect size to lay out a couple cards for trading. Did you even realize? I No, but I can I can picture it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I do think moving is in our future. I think yeah. that is the um, solution to the logjam. Well, it's interesting that you say that because that's, this is a perfect example of I didn't really put it together that that was the real, like, that was the big problem yeah. to solve. And now that you say it, it's so simple. It is the most horrific experience but you've been of my it. life. Yeah, you've been avoiding all the other, like, yeah. this, you knew that this was a problem that you didn't have an easy solution for. So, yeah, yeah. I get it. It sounds like we've, we've kind of solved this big problem that was looming and holding us back, this whole space issue. But really, to me, there's a, a bigger issue that we've had, which is accountability. Yeah, absolutely. We don't have it because we're we're treating it like, you know, it isn't our priority. No, there's no one person who owns this more than any, you know, it's not their top priority. I think you said it earlier. 
We're treating it like a second-class citizen. It's not our top focus. No. Not one person owns it. And I think that's where when our clients come to us, they're ready for that accountability. They're creating that accountability by hiring us. Yeah. We're like a personal trainer. Yeah. For e-commerce. Yeah. Right? You know, it's really easy to skip a day at the gym when nobody's there to tell you what the fuck. Yeah. And it... Or if it's internal, if you can manufacture some other more important thing, then you yeah. can push it down. You've got a reason. Everybody knows that reason. But you've got, you know, someone like, you know, our relationship with our clients, we're, we're emailing you with that status update once a week. We're yeah. saying, here's what you owe us. Why haven't you gotten it to us yet? Let's have a call. You cannot hide. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think when I look back at our clients that have, like, have been unstuck by working with us, they maybe were trying to do something internally, and they were distracted by their primary business. So, you know, the new site, the new direct-to-consumer offering, you know, just didn't have the focus internally. That's one reason, I think, it gets stalled out. Or if you have a partner that isn't fully owning it. Yeah. So if you have a partner, maybe it's just a developer. They're still waiting for you to tell them what to do. Yeah, and we've seen that. We've had clients that have hired developers internally on staff to, to launch B2B commerce, and it gets stuck and stalled because it's just not, they're not solving the right problems. And right? they're not thinking broadly enough, I think. They're getting a site to exist that has a picture and a product, Yep. and that's great. You need that. But then what? <laughs> kind of asking those next questions. Do you, have you figured out shipping? You know, what, do you know what you're going to do about taxes? How are you going to tell people about this? Right. Do you have a marketing plan? All of that, you know, if you're hiring a developer to build an e-commerce site, they're not going to ask those questions. So unless you have somebody who's 100% accountable internally as their sole focus to get this thing done, and they can make decisions, that's another thing. If you just have, like, a project coordinator on it internally, it's probably going to stall out. You need someone who is empowered to make decisions. Yeah. Owning it. A product owner. Yeah, so for me, like, the big lesson learned out of this is we didn't do a good job of identifying the real problem. And I think True. we're very good at that with our clients. We did not do a good job of that for Bill Berry for our show. We just didn't. Do you think that's and because we were too close we, to it. Do you think that's because we didn't designate one owner? It was sort of like, oh, we're going to do this, and, like, you're going to own a piece of it, and I'm going to, and Scott's going to have a little piece, and... We didn't really say, okay, this is the point of you being here. You got to get it done by this day. Like, we really didn't have that. Maybe. But if we would have solved this problem sooner, we wouldn't be st- – I don't I, – I, the digital side would not be an issue. I agree. I'm, yeah. Because that's the part that I'm responsible for, and it looks of great. Of course. Of course. Our brand looks great. The site's zippy. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, for me – I guess my advice is if, if you're trying to launch B2B e-commerce. B2C? B2C, B2B, any sort of e-commerce, and you are just spinning in the mud, chances are there's a problem that you don't want to face. You and are you, hiding. You may or may problem. not know it, what that yeah. problem is. Chances are I have a feeling most people do know what that problem is. They're just not willing to put the simple – I mean, often most of these problems are simple. Moving – sucks, but it's pretty simple. It's a pretty straightforward solution when yeah. you really get down to it, and it unlocks so much, yeah. right? 
So, yeah, and I think that's why sometimes bringing it, the answer is ha- bringing in a partner, knowing when you need that outside perspective to unlock it. Because, like, we're, we're small enough. We're talking to each other. Imagine, you know, it's so much more complex. We've got multiple departments having to own little pieces of something like this. If you've got an IT department and marketing and you've got an executive sponsor and it's that much harder to really get down to what is the core problem. So having an outside partner can sometimes see that so much faster. Yeah. There's not that emotional. I'm convinced that there's, in this case, an emotional fear of failure, sure. fear of success, probably more so, as arrogant as that sounds. <laughs> But it's like, uh, well, so it's I don't creating know. new problems for yourself, right? And I think a lot of our clients actually have fear of success. I think they sabotage until they, they finally say, we got to get help. Yeah. And then, boom. Yeah, once you get that outside help. So do you, I mean, is there a little piece of you that wishes we had a, an accountability partner that was outside of us? Uh, the person that probably dropped the ball is going to say no. Good You're, answer. like, asking me if I wish there was somebody that would... Because, like, no matter what Scott says to me, I, it doesn't yeah. matter. He yeah. can, I like... You're brothers. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think just the fact that you're kind of copping to the fact that you've been avoiding this is a, is a breakthrough. Yeah. And I brought it up. and I'm so proud and, of us. And we, we talked through this issue probably three months ago now. And I kind of went down the, okay, I need to find another space. And then I got distracted with something else. And then I never... But yeah. I know it's been eating at me pretty much every day, which is crazy because of how much mental energy I have spent avoiding fixing this problem. I'm excited. This is going to be a whole campaign. whole thing. Stuckage. Stuckage. Yeah. And that's a wrap on our season two of Beyond the Cart. We may be talking to some other folks in bonus episodes, but for now, thank you so much for joining us for this season of Beyond the Cart. 